0: Hello, I am James Rhodes, and today it's the WNR 430. It's WWE Money in the Bank 2022, and I am not alone. I have a pleasure to joined by the entire WNR team. Up first, by my side for every WWE and AEW pay-per-view. It is, of course, a fantastic Jaxie Scarlett. How are you doing?
1: Hello, hello. Doing well this week. Um, ready for another review um, of Money in the Bank. Let's go.
0: Yeah, let's get to it. After that live show, uh, it is nearly time for the, the event itself. But up next, a man who is our resident NXT and New Japan expert, it's Monty. How's it going, man?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Excited to be here. Uh, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, ready to review another show. And, uh, you know, this is really, really uh, a fun show. So I hope we can give the fans another fun review.
0: without a doubt and last but by no means least I quote the great Winnie the Pooh and he said people say to me you're a genius you're great I don't know if I ever feel that way about myself some things I feel like are better left for other people to say and I'm just not into like toot my own horn or bragging or anything and for me that sums up Genius Gina perfectly Uh, how are you going in this show I bet you are (laughs) Great mood, ready to review this.
3: What up, WNR team? <laughs> Great intro, as always.
0: Well, like I said, we always save the best to love. The and...
3: <laughs> I do like honey, so I'm just gonna even take that. I love it. Yeah.
1: This taking... sound so profound. <laughs> I'm taking this personal attack. Why is my sister always known as the genius? I was born seven minutes first. I definitely that doesn't make
3: you I'm... a genius. Okay, but I'm at least
1: smarter than you. I,
0: you I tell know. you what. Uh, before we start an argument <laughs> with you two, which I would love, don't get me wrong. Why don't we just judge who the genius on who wins predictions today? I think. That Ooh, would be yeah, fair. Got... That's fair. Spoiler so- alert.
3: <laughs> Spoiler.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, hopefully people listen to the live show who are now listening to you review as well. Some of you may know, some of the emails <laughs> I got celebrating, it was like the empire had fallen in certain places. I'm sure <laughs> there was Ewoks jumping around. Uh, like I said, we're going to get on to that. And I'd just like to thank you guys first. Like I said, Monty, Gina and Jaxi. The commitment to the WNR podcast, especially over this last stretch of shows. Four shows in two weeks. Two live shows and like I said, two reviews. It's been incredible, so I'd like to thank you guys for that. You know, oh
2: yeah, we'll Holding a on by three. <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah,
0: it's always Monty bringing me down, man. You know, but <laughs> like I said, but I will. I have to admit something now to to you guys, the people listening at home, because I've been asked this question a few times. Uh, Throughout the years as well, and I'm going to be straight up and say, uh, yes, basically, the rumours are true. I do suffer from audio issues on this podcast from time to time. Uh, It was more (laughs) shown on the live show uh, where I actually couldn't. But usually, I will let you peel behind the curtain, everybody. It's usually Jaxie, June and Monty who would kind of step up. And then kind of speak over when it goes wrong, you know. So we'll admit that now.
1: It, it's a team effort, you know. We, we we've heard that that mic go quite a few times, and we just know on cue. Like we'll just pick it up. We'll pick up the chat. Let you just resort things. You know, you're, It's not. It's not your. Mm-hmm. Your mic has performance issues. No.
0: A lot of people, microphones, um, you know, people suffer with microphone deficiencies, uh, and there's certain things you can do. I'm also, I'm trying a new thing today, so I hope, um, like I said, it can work, but a lot of people, there's nothing. Breaking k Well, this is a thing, and and it needs to be talked about, you know. Like I said, (laughs) this is a serious issue, and a lot of people, especially men, suffer this and don't like to say anything. Uh, So Mm. people at the WNR. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you can always contact us in the Dublin R podcast at gmail.com. So so let's start the kickoff then for money in the bank. And we've got Kayla Braxton with Booker T, JBL Pete and Irish Patrick. And you know what? I don't mind them. I might be watching too many kickoffs, but the profits join the table and they break it by standing on it. Uh, And then we see Riddle training with Nakamura in the gym. And that was the only other thing good of note. Uh, so we will start uh, Money in the Bank, like we say. And the main show is a basic Money in the Bank opening. This, of course, was originally a stadium event. Um, Monty, do you think it's been affected by the fact that they had to downsize it? Uh,
2: Maybe to an extent, maybe, you know, to some people uh, or like maybe from a visual aspect, because we know how big time and how uh, like nobody else some of those stadium shows can feel but I don't think it took away from the car I mean it's still money in the bank still one of the more exciting stipulation uh you know premium live events so uh yeah I I don't think it really took away too much from it but I guess if you're from a production standpoint and from all of the hoopla that WWE loves to put on with their stadium shows it may have took away from that standpoint but I don't think it uh we hurt the event much at
0: all. No. I mean, like I said, it's the closest we're gonna get to a kind of big five event, I think, with with money in the bank. Uh like I said, yeah. J- July second and starting us off the women's money in the bank allowed a match. We had Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan versus Oscar versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Lacey Evans versus Shotzi versus That is a lot of verses. Um when this <laughs> I will ask the group uh, when this match started off the pay-per-view, did any of you guys think my cashing card was on? Because I did predict Becky Lynch would win and cash in on the show.
1: I mean, this was my main worry when the the whole Money in the Bank pay-per-view first started. I was like, he guessed that it was going to start the freaking, you know, pay-per-view off. Now this has happened. If Becky Lynch wins, I should be like celebrating because I chose her too. But I won't be celebrating if she does win and then cashes in because then it's all on James. <laughs>
0: That That is music to my ears, I
2: will say. Uh, I was a little nervous, but I was just I didn't I was worried about uh, just in general, my pick in general. So, yeah.
0: Gina, how did you feel at that moment?
3: I mean, I already felt like I've lost the prediction game already before the pay-per-view even started. (laughs) There were so many regrets. I was like, no, I should have chosen this. I should have chosen that. Um, I didn't see the ending of this match happening. I really didn't because WWE like to have a a, a nice um, consistency when it comes to them and with wins and losses. And with Liv winning the, the previous match, Um, was it on Raw, I think, where they had like a lot of the people who were going to be in this match thought, well, she ain't winning it then. So I was so surprised. And I just already was like, right, that's it, I've condemned myself.
0: (laughs) Well, like I said, your last words on the live show, I think, when I said you might have a chance, was, yeah, I'm sure. So so let's start this. Uh, on a different <laughs> note, <laughs> as for the match, Shotzi was the first to touch a briefcase, but Lacey Evans threw off the ladder. Evans nearly had it too, but attempts to put it down were denied by Morgan, who somehow flipped herself over the ladder and dropped Evans with an incredible sunset flip. I tell you what, that could have gone a lot worse as well. Credit for Shotzi for holding the ladder, or Elvis Shotzi, I should say, who then folded up Bliss and a ladder. Um. But it wouldn't be Shotzi if we didn't fear for her when she bounced the head of the ladder afterwards, and it looked like she was bleeding as well. Uh, Monty asked you, "Could we, we have followed Shotzi in NXT. She got a lot of stick <laughs> and actually quick twist of the Bliss incident with the ladder. Yeah. But we always see a risk in her life. Is this just something that maybe mm-hmm. other people are
2: not accustomed to? <laughs> Yeah, I think on a wider scale like that, especially at Money in the Bank, maybe they aren't used to that. But at the same time, these things happen. So some of the stuff she was getting was definitely out of line, like you should be fired and blah, 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 all that type of stuff. I mean, we see it all the time. It doesn't have to be a ladder match. Uh, but botches from a lot of the people that we trust, from the, we saw CM Punk in a world title match not be able to hit a move. Like It just happens. A lot of people, people you love and you know, uh, or people who are popular do, do make these mistakes. So I think it was a little bit of like you said, maybe not familiar with her style, but also a little bit of uh, just overreacting because it, like you mentioned, anytime that something went wrong, it kind of made it kind of made you feel like oh my god, like damn, you just made you wince. And like you said, if you watch enough shots and matches, it does not have to be a lot of match for you to wince at something she does. And man, that sent her on spot that was I don't she is she a hey, nothing but props because there's no way I would want to take that type of spot, especially when you may, you know, with Becky moving and taking it full louder to the back of the head. Insane, man. Insane. Uh, she, she's just tough as hell, though, man. I think, like you said, people who know always know that that was an element of of her wrestling style. And uh, it's not always the prettiest, but, man, is it. <laughs> you just, you always do a little prayer, like, man, I hope shots is okay. <laughs> like, man. I promise. It's not a, too many matches where you don't want to that's
0: what I was saying, the suicide dive she uses is in literal sense, you know. But uh, we see yes. big-time Beck's took opportunity to get some payback on Oscar. looked like Oscar got a Lynch's head uh, as she went off a ladder onto another one that didn't actually break. And I actually thought, when she did it, I thought, oh, Becky should have gone higher. And I thought, "Who am I to say that? <laughs> like, <why>? Right. <laughs> yeah. She a jump from there. It got Alyssa's Awesome chant. Uh, and Lynch knocked over two lads to take out four of her opponents. Like I said, Shotzi took the worst bump, landing on the top rope. Again, she just landed on the top rope and just sat there. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, Bex then began to climb, uh, but Liv began to ascend a smaller ladder next to her. Becky tipped that ladder over, but Liv placed her foot on the top rope and were actually pushed herself back Small. on an upright position, like I said, Mondi. That was... Really nice looking. Seconds later, she kicked Becky off the canvas, climbed the rungs, and retrieved the coveted prize, fighting back tears as she had uh, held the briefcase above her head on top of the ladder. Um, Jaxie, what did you think of that match?
1: I thought it was um, it was like hard hitting. There were a few, you know, slip ups, but I don't I don't really feel like that um, sort of. Uh, Thwarted the match at all. I was actually grateful that the slip ups that did happen didn't cause any, um, you know, irreparable damage to any of the women involved in the match. Um, I thought there were some pretty daring moments where I was, you know, really concerned for for the wrestlers um, and, and and you know, like the risks that they're taking. Um, I thought it was a good opener. You, they had they did have the crowd behind them. Um, if we're just gonna ta- kind of take out the negativity that was spread shortly after this match, it was an overall great match. I am disgusted with with wrestling Twitter, though. It's just, you know, it's it's unending. Uh, in my opinion, Shotzi got blasted for no reason to the point where she's now quit Twitter. And it's just actually disgusting. How can you call yourself a wrestling fan when you yourself are like the online bully? Like, go do something better with your life. I think that is the main thing that I took away from this is the amount of abuse and hate that Shotzi got, rather than, you know, the fact that she was looking around to see, you know, whether or not there was any overall uh, immediate emergency moments. If anything, I think that she took the biggest bump. Um, I'm pretty sure she was bleeding um, from her head at one point. So... I just, I thought the match was good. I just didn't like everything that sort of came with it from a wrestling fan point of view. It was just, it was just the ugly side of Twitter wrestling again rearing its ugly head. Mm. No one needs that. Just go do something better if you don't want to watch it.
0: Yeah, but uh, it is a shame. But I tell you something though, Becky Lynch has brought it hard since her return. I, uh, she's put in yeah. so many good performances. Uh, that yeah. is, and impressive. this is one of. One of the things about Bex as well is you kind of say to yourself, well, she's great at the promos, but like I said in ring, it's really, really sorted out at the moment.
1: I think she's definitely improved. Her in ring skills have improved, and you you see her trying different moves and new moves now as well. So it's not sort of like the same repeated repertoire. Um, and you know that that goes for for um, a lot of the women that were in this match. I I kind of saw them excuse me, Um, like coming out of their, their comfort zone, which was really nice to see. Um, Again, like I said, there was just sort of like one or two moments of concern, Um, but you could just tell that all of the women were trying to go out of their comfort zone, but also making trying to make sure that everyone was still safe. So you can appreciate that from a fan's point of view too.
0: Yeah, I mean, Raquel does not like ladders, but then again, I would want like a monster Raquel <laughs> just destroying shit. I think that would be... Really, really exciting, uh like I said, it was a little bit of mess at times
1: yeah if they if they'd have had like um a, a bit more time, you know sort of um with raquel on on the main roster, maybe actually have her as a heel, I could imagine her to have been very dominant in that ladder match um and and you know hopefully we've got those ladder matches that will more than likely follow this at some point, so hopefully we'll see a bit more of aggression come from raquel.
0: Yeah, I think without a doubt. Uh, but th- this is the thing as well. I've got to say, and again, i admit, I do own a Lily. So I'm probably causing Alexa Bliss's bad character at this moment as much as anybody else. Uh, and, but Liv looked full of emotion at her entrance. But knowing WWE, they probably told her in the gorilla position that she was going to win mm-hmm. it. So, you know, like I said, to see a genuine reaction... Uh, from Liv and from the crowd? Because Gina, you said it. How much of a shock was it that Liv Morgan actually did it? They listened to us.
3: I mean, yeah, I definitely think that, like, they just changed their mind. It was like, no, Liv deserves it, give her the win. Um, But not only that, I also know that a lot of the... um, Other wrestlers in the back had advocated for it as well. Like, I know Ronda Rousey had a bit of an influence and said that has worked really hard and she kind of deserves to get some sort of win. Um, And, like, for me, I just felt like it was so deserved. I was so happy for her. But I was genuinely shocked and annoyed because I would have wanted to choose her. But the only reason I didn't is, like I said before, WWE like to have that same pattern and they kind of have a similar match to what the big match is going to be on the pay-per-view. Um, beforehand on a war SmackDown. And because she had won that, it's kind of like a curse. Well, you won that, so you're going to lose the pay-per-view match. And, yeah, I'm just annoyed I didn't choose her. I was super happy for her. Everyone else was there.
0: Yeah, well, that like I said, it was a really, really nice moment uh, for living for all of us enjoying it. I think we all enjoyed it. Uh, Jaxy, what would you score that out of five? I mean, I'll, I'll give that a three and a half. Three and a half, uh, Monty. What about you?
2: Yeah, I still I, the fans enjoyed it. I thought the finish was executed perfectly, and just for the moment when it came to live, I still gave it a four, gave it four stars. I, I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with the match. Even the sloppy stuff, in my opinion, meshed well with a lot of the stuff that actually was playing, like shots and missing that senton. Like you, I ended up wincing the same way when she slipped. The same way I did when she missed that dive. So it's like, it's almost the same feeling. So I didn't think it took anything away. And I thought, like, again, like I said, the finish, the moment for Liv, I felt she was the most deserving going in. But we know how WWE does it. It's not always about what people deserve. A lot of people get what they deserve in WWE much later than they need it. But it's all good. I'm happy this happened for Liv. I gave it four stars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What would you score, Gina?
3: Oh uh, yeah, I st- I gave it four stars as well. the th- The thing is, I know there were bumps and stuff throughout it, but to be honest, even though um, I was worried at the time when watching it, when I think back to the pay per view and I'm remembering the match, I'm more remembering the good spots that had happened rather than the mm-hmm. bumps and stuff. So in in my eyes, there was still so much good that came out of that match. And I, again, I was happy for all the women because they had a great like first en- uh, match in that in that pay per view event. And, um,
0: yeah, the crowd were behind them so still. So, give it a four-star. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point as well. All, all seven women were showcased quite well in this one. And any match becomes better when the result <laughs> is good, <laughs> in a way. You know, when it, when it's kind of something that we all want. It's true. Uh, and Morgan, like I said, that's why I scored four as well, for Morgan to do it. Poll-wise, we split it across uh, two polls, so it's a little bit all over the place. But Oscar only got 5%. Uh, Blitz with 16, Shotzi with 17, Ninja 21, Raquel with 33, Evans with 50, Morgan with 58%. Uh, so Jackson got the least, uh, Jackson, Oscar got the least there. Jackson, I know you're a huge Oscar fan. Does she need to maybe change things up a little bit? Or do you think she can still, you know, have, be successful? She- I
1: mean- Uh, I think that she still can be successful. I think that she still is. She gets such a pop from the crowd. Like when you actually go back to their entrances, she got one of the biggest pops um, for her entrance. Uh, She also is just great in every single match she's in. She's always kind of... uh, you know like she's never lacking she's she's always on it um i kind of wasn't uh shocked that she wasn't gonna win this you know we we all have to admit she won two years ago um and she won the belt straight away it wasn't even just like a contract so um it's not like she's not been given other opportunities either and um you know with with the outcome being what it was uh I really don't have an issue with the fact that, like, sort of the light wasn't really shined on Oscar this time around because the light shines on Oscar all the time anyway. I mean, if you actually go to Monday Night Raw after, like, 24 hours after uh, uh, Money in the Bank, no, just a little bit over 24 hours, actually. Sorry.
3: 48.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 48 hours. Uh, like, her and Becky had one of the best main events on Raw and they both smashed it, but Asuka looked amazing in it again. So um, I think right now it's just, you know, it's nice to actually have her in sort of all of these different storylines rather than actually just, you know, doing nothing, sitting in the back and just having a backstage promo every now and again. So uh, I I don't have an issue at this moment in time at the fact that, you know, is someone else like Liv Morgan being pushed? Because uh, Liv is overlooked a lot and I do think that it deserves a run.
0: Yeah, I think we that. Well, predictions, of course, the prediction leagues, there's three prediction leagues. We've got the bonus league at the moment. Gina, Jaxi and Monty are tied on six. I'm ahead on ten. Of course, we've got cash and cast all the players as well. AEW prediction league. Uh, Monty are, have yet to score this year. Gina on one, Jaxi two. I'm in the lead with 3 pay per view league, well, Gina's on three. Uh, Jaxi, myself and Monty are on four at this moment in time. And that's how close. ties. Uh, uh, Gina went for Alexa Bliss. The rest of us went Lynch. So we got nothing. <laughs> we got nothing, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, we get a nice Cody video actually talking up the Money in the Bank match. Uh, and a nice video for US title match. And even though I watch Raw, the production team does such a great job of kind of hyping up what has not been the best build when you consider it's just been baby-all. But again, credit to them. Um, so we got Lashley versus Theory, And I didn't like, bobby's new intro for a little while but now i'm really getting into it is anybody with me here especially those drums at the start remind me of the dinosaurs theme a little bit if anybody can remember that tv show
2: (laughs) i liked it from the beginning you you are hella too old for me so i'm not even gonna acknowledge that (laughs) that reference but yeah man, i like the intro from the beginning it makes them feel uh like really big time, I feel like a gladiator or something mm-hmm. walking about, or that yeah. really kind of feels like. Yeah. I, didn't want to.
3: I literally felt like it was
1: just like you know the sort of gongs that and the drums that they kind of beat before like going into sort of a like. What, what were those big battles in the Coliseums called, you know, where
2: you'd actually... Yeah, like a, a duel. I don't necessarily know... Not what that old. <laughs> but,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Not that old. Yeah. talking about, you know, from different TV series when you see Spartans.
1: Like Spartacus. We movie-
2: got you. We got you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jason, <laughs> the Uggenauts. That's my day. That's-
2: yeah.
0: 300.
1: Yeah, it was, just, it was very fun. It really just kind of also... Uh, it, it gives a bit more power to the fact that he is a power man, you know? So like uh yeah. I really... Almighty.
0: Yeah. What's he with
1: the Almighty? So I really enjoyed it.
0: Well, we'll get on to the US title match and theory couldn't even get out of the gates with the Almighty lifting him for a huge spinebuster right from the get-go. Lashley continued to have the opening stages under control, using the ring and brutalising theory against the unforgiving structure. Uh, Bobby did catch Fury in the outside, just, but it just shows you the power. But Fury eventually weathered the onslaught, locking the headlock to quell the power of Bobby. But Lashley fired back by giving a superhuman power slam. Seriously, that catch was incredible. When you think Fury rolled himself in and Lashley kicked him, the timing of that, just, that's why I love pro wrestling. <laughs> like, the timing. Yeah, it was time perfectly. Oh, it was incredible. Uh, Theory took a page out of the Almighty's playbook by executing a stupendous spear, but Lashley turned it around by slapping on the hurt lock and forcing the youngest U.S. champion in WWE history to tap, yes, your new United States champion, the almighty Bobby (laughs) Lashley. Um, Gina, take it away.
3: I mean, I felt like this match was really good. I couldn't take my eyes off it. I was so scared that um, uh, Theory was just going to pull something, you know, something uh, dodgy to try and get the win. Mm -hmm. I was just so pleased with Bobby. And he looked like, you know, he always does. He looked like an animal and a a beast that couldn't be beaten. So it was starting to hit me as the match went on. Bobby's got to win this. He's got to win this. He can't lose to Theory. Look Look how strong he looks. And like you said, the timing was just perfect. So, yeah, I was, I was super pleased with the ending of this match as well because I kind of felt like I was making the wrong decision when I made my choice. But it was more because I expected Theory to win it and continue being the US champ. So, I was pleased.
0: Like I said, i got to admit, I'm a little bit shocked because it made Theory look like such an idiot, even with the kind of build-up. <laughs> to the match. It just looked like a massive loser. Little did we Another know, shout. of course. Uh, but yeah. like I said, Bobby may not be a, t- but he's connecting with the crowd and he's fun to watch. And a wrestler that's fun to watch, you know, will go a long, long way. Great reaction to the win as well from the crowd. And the thing I think I'm surprised about theory is I suppose you just need to win it now. You know, become the youngest US champion of all time rather than having a reign. You know, even showing me age, back when Randy Orton was kind of intercontinental kind of champion, mm-hmm. he still held it for, you know, nine months or so, the kind of reputation. But now... No, it, he just wants the title. Yeah, that's it. Youngest you know, youngest, youngest now. yeah, Youngest
2: This right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, a really, really fun match. Gina, what are you going to score out of five? Uh,
3: yeah, I gave it a four-star again. I thought it was a good match because Bobby just looks like a king. No,
0: yeah, right that doubt. Jaxie?
1: I actually did give this one a four star. I thought that the match itself was great. Um, I was thoroughly surprised. I actually uh, kind of got reminded of the great match that Theory had with Pat McAvee at WrestleMania. And I actually thought to myself, you know what? Theory is having some great matches right now. And I can actually see him continuing to rise. Like he works well with his opponents. Um, It was a great match. I'm just really bitter because I wish I had just gone with my initial instinct because I went the opposite way and went with theory, <laughs> um, thinking that he would be holding on to it. So even though I'm gutted and a bit sore because of the loss, uh, I thought it was a good four-star match.
0: Yeah, well, I, I can't sense any bitterness there. Uh, Monty, what about you?
2: When playing the safe goes wrong. I mean, uh, I didn't didn't want to pull that trigger either, but, you know, Bobby pulled it out and, you know... I'm not even that mad that he looked so strong and it was just done. It was executed the right way to where I had no, no I had no problem with it. Bobby felt like a bad ass. The crowd, like you said, Vegas were really behind them. And theory was just such a coward in this match. He, he laid down in the fetal position to avoid the spear, <laughs> Like, like a baby, literally like a baby. Like, I, I mean, you can't get much more uh, cowardly than that. And the crowd just, just, it just pissed the crowd off even more. So, uh, the, as the as the as the match went on like you mentioned, Gene, I was like, Yeah, Lashley has to win this. It just it just feels like his moment and he looks superhuman, you know, there uh pulling off the hurt lock there at the end. So I gave it four stars also. And uh yeah, man, this was fun. I had no problem at all.
0: Yeah, about that. I'll I gave it a three point nine five. Uh poll wise last was fifty nine percent of predictions. while well, one of us went Bobby. Which was Gina and the rest of us losers. But g- well, this was say like Gina took a chance, you know. Like I say, maybe exactly. I am mean, not going to cause trouble here.
3: Jesus. I am not
0: going to cause trouble here, but maybe Jaxie should take a leaf out of Gina's
2: book every once in a while. <laughs> oh my God! Don't do this. Try to start a fight. <laughs> You're just
3: trying to start an argument with my sister.
1: <laughs> I the I minute though, the minute that uh, Bobby won. I started to second guess every choice I made of money in the oh, bank. So I was true. like this bitch This bitch has been like the underdog that's like not been getting any points. I Watch her. I was like, No
0: It's what happens with the wonderful world of prediction leagues, that's what happens, you know. <laughs> uh, so Gina is one nil up against the rest rest of us. Uh, <laughs> so yes. We do see Not that Liv. it always stands. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens, you know. But we see Liv interview backstage. She doesn't know who she's cashing in on. But for now, she's just going to celebrate. And then we get the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Looked like Mella slayed a peacock on the way to the ring. But maybe Corey helped her. I'm not sure. Uh, but we see the EST uh, take it to the former SmackDown Women's Champion. Let's not forget using her power to advantage. Carmella turned it round with a painful submission hold. Uh, she used a tactical acumen well, using Belair's braids against her. The story of the match became Belair's power and strength against Carmella's cunning and smarts. Uh, Belair's strength won out as she hit a bone and KOD on Carmella and retained the Raw Women's Championship. And after the match, Carmella took umbrage with her loss, attacked Belair and even a lane in the ring to get the last laugh. All I thought, Monty, was... Please, not more of this. Uh, but what
2: did you think <laughs> of the match? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I think that's exactly what it means. Uh, more of this. <laughs> Usually when that happens, uh, it's not over. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, no, the match itself, I had no problem. It started off like this was just going to be a, Bel- a Bianca Belair display. And it ended up at pretty much a Bianca Belair showcase. If you just really think about how the match. Went like you said, Bianca using her athleticism and strength, Mella using her craftiness and just, you know, uh, using the braid and stuff like that, just being smart. Uh, and I, I did feel like Mella was just like one mistake away. They tried to kind of tell us a little story of Bianca if she slipped up with a couple of roll ups and a couple of other spots. And now that, that, that Mella was one mistake away from Bianca from shocking us, but you know, like I mentioned, uh, in predictions, no, I believing she would win is just too much of a long shot. That kind of uh, played a factor, and she had the nerve to get cocky, man. So she got hit with the K.O.D. So yeah, man, uh, this is good. I didn't have a problem with it. I gave it three and three quarter.
0: Well, I like said, I mean, the power of Belair is just unreal. Yeah. I can't, you yeah. know, talk about Bobby in the last match. Belair <laughs> just makes it look so it's, easy. It's, it's, it's not. It's picking up a pint glass. It's not. It's, you know what I mean? It's not. It's, yeah. Uh, it's just crazy, and she's on fire at this moment in time just going about job, job doing it.
2: Don't yeah, it was piss a showcase. Her...
0: Well that's that. Don't piss her off. You know? How many times no. have you seen someone put in the hair and learn to play for that?
2: <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. They they learn exactly. And I like that element of her character, that mean streak because, you know, like we said, if you're gonna be a baby face, we know how easy it is to get stale in the WWE system as just a straight up baby face. So you have to have that edge. And I think Bianca brings it every time. That's why this run has been so successful for her, uh, no matter the opponent. But this was really, really good. Uh, I'm hoping that Rhea Ripley is uh, not still out long-term and we can get that collision soon. But th- th- I I, I'm not even that mad at more, with more Carmella stuff because I know Bianca will hit it off the park, given the shot.
0: Yeah, well, we're, we're uh, I think you're right there. Uh, Jackson. what would you score out of five? I mean, I'm going to give it a three and a
1: half again, but I agree with all your points here.
0: <laughs> uh, Gina, put your score that out of five. But I'll ask you also um, does Camella yeah. deserve more respect?
3: God, right. Yes, yes, she does. Because um, Mella has actually worked hard and she actually was uh, like, really great when she was champion. She was that annoying champion, but she was still great and she owned it. She held her character down, it didn't come across forced or faked. And like so she is who she is and that's one thing that I do like about Carmella. Um I I will say though that she was a little bit sloppy in this in this match. Um there were some points that she looks good, but there were other points that I was like, Oh Mella, you're better than this and we've seen that. So um it was there were a few frustrating parts and that's why I've given it a three a three and a half. Um, just because I I think like there were some parts that just it was it was a bit ruined for me because I know that Bella, uh, Mella has done better matches than that so yeah the only reason I've given it a three and a half is for that reason.
0: Also both had a month themed outfits I should say because they both had the same fa- I don't know American Bills I think Benjamin Franklin or something like that there was one bloke looking at me throughout the whole match I will say. Uh, but I'll give that three and three quarters out of five as well. I didn't mind it at all. Poll-wise, Belair got 67% predictions. We all went Belair, so it means Gina is beating the rest of us 2-1. Uh, we'll look at Logan Paul signing with WWE, and he wants to miss at SummerSlam. Yay. Alexa Bliss and Lily plug <coughs> the W credit card. Michael and Pat join Corey for the Boo. unified tag team championship match the street profits versus the usos new graphics for the usos as well i guess they can afford the little you know figures standing there like they can roman now but no championships just keep it nice and basic at this moment in time uh but in all seriousness the street profits did bring the smoke in the starting moments as dawkins hit a spine on jimmy the profits talked to usos early and montez gave ode to degeneration x I tell you what I've not seen so much cross-chopping since X-Puck in the early noughties. You know, like Ford was on fire <laughs> when it came to this. Uh, but he did find himself in dire straits. Uh, but he nailed a suplex on Jay onto the hard ring apron and tagged in the fire up Dawkins. Dawkins flew over the top right onto the Usos and hit a spinning corkscrew net break onto Jay. We see a massive double blockbuster for the profits onto Jimmy, resulting in a frenzied universe who couldn't believe what was going on. Uh, Jimmy managed to kick out after such a ferocious move. Not to be outdone though, Ford somehow kicked out of a double super kick. Ford then gave everybody a show, and then some, hitting his glorious dive to the outside. After like twenty minutes of action, as well, not like fresh, but doing that there, and the gobsmacking frog splash that only got a t- so showing why they are the ones getting a one D on Ford and retaining the titles. But Ford was annoyed afterwards, as we saw from the replay, it looked like his shoulder was off the mat. Uh, Mm C what a fucking match
1: (laughs) I mean this match was awesome Um, uh, again I don't think either team ever kind of like lets me down in terms of tag team matches they just really work well together they know they're you know sort of Uh, surrounding areas and just like you know the flips and everything that they do is it just leaves you like just constantly wanting to watch them more and more um I thought this was a great match um I too was like a little bit shocked at that ending because I was like wait his shoulders up so I didn't even truly believe it myself I don't know if that was meant to happen I don't know if it was um like uh Un- unplanned um, and maybe that's not the way that the match was supposed to end um, but I mean treat to see whether or not like things progress and I mean that in not only in a way where the, the street profits might fight to try and get another chance at it but more the case of we saw you know like sort of uh, certain small little tidbits of disagreements uh, between the street profits so I wonder whether or not they really are teasing like sort of like a turn on one from one of them which will be an interesting outcome. I hope it doesn't last because I love Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford with each other. And obviously we all know that they're practically family to one another. So I don't really want to see like a feud that would escalate and go on into like late next year, but maybe something short and simple, you know, maybe just two brothers having a falling out type thing. That would be nice. Um, Again, though, I knew my boys were going to win this. Uh, I, st- I, too, questioned why they didn't have the belts in their graphic. I was like, you're just giving, <laughs> getting this new graphic now, but, like, you, you couldn't afford to b- b- put the belts in because uh, you clearly have only just done this. So that was a little bit confusing. But, yeah, Usos out on top, Twins on top.
0: The thing is, though, is, like, after seeing like Usos a New Day, these classic battles, and you think, well, there's never going to be another team that they're going to mesh with so well. And, and the Street Profits, I mean, we've seen Usos and Profits quite a few times. And this is why I love pro wrestling. This is wrestling yeah. where they give us a match that we've seen yeah, times over, but can deliver in that way. And what I will say about the shoulder off the mat, I don't know if he'll bring attention <coughs> to it if it wasn't planned, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think the one thing that I do want to say, uh, is that even though we do repeatedly get sort of the same sort of tag team matches, um, I can just imagine if if WWE really just, you know, took but took the tag team wrestlers all off the leash, I can imagine, like, uh, you know the the decent caliber of matches we'd even get on the rules and the smackdowns like if we actually go back to a few years ago we had great matches between uh the revival now ftr in aew and the usos um or even the new day and the revival and yet you know those don't really stand out as much as what ftr are doing now and that's not to say that they weren't good wrestlers but they weren't able to showcase themselves well and that is because of direction, you know? So yeah. I mean, I definitely think that creative should uh like have enough faith in the tag teams that they have, such as the the Viking Raiders, to be able to start producing some really good tag team matches between everyone and everyone feel like on par with one another. I can see they're kind of trying to do that with the Viking Raiders and and this whole sort of like, you know, new Aggressive persona they've got. I I'm not sure about it yet, but they're trying, you know.
0: Yeah, but again, after this match, just give me profits versus Usos at SummerSlam two out of three four. Like, and this is the thing. This is tag wrestling, and I think also another great point you make is because we could argue, Jackson. Even since you've been doing this podcast, since you know, a couple of years, you know, yeah. with the Roman Reigns storyline, with the Bloodline, J Usos mm-hmm. kind of been like. Up- be, and we see what Tag Wrestling has become now and they're kind of a centrepiece in the company uh, to be able to go out and put on a show. Like, this was the longest match uh, on the car. Yeah. I think it was about 27 minutes. But again, I wanted more. And credit, and I know people are going to hate me saying it, but credit to WWE, another premium live event, another match of the year candidate. You know, that, that's, they're, they're no, hitting that's a near-perfect record at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I I really can't complain, and usually that's that's very rare because of like the the content that WWE have been sort of putting out there lately. But they're, I I feel like they're just relaxing a, a bit more and allowing the wrestlers to kind of be a bit more bold, maybe be a bit more daring, and just kind of allowing them to actually do tag team wrestling. And it's like this is the, t- the type of match that I miss, you know, from coming from WWE. So it's so refreshing to actually just be given two decent sets of uh, teams of uh, two different sets of wrestlers and just being able to see them duke it out. I would happily see this again at SummerSlam. I really would be intrigued to see a two out of three fours between the tag team. Um, I think that would be a really interesting concept.
0: What would you score this match at five?
1: So I actually am gonna give this a four four and a three quarters because this was my favorite match.
0: Yeah, I think about that. Uh Monty, what about a five? And am I dreaming to hope the young Bucks just have a couple of years in WWE to face New Day and the Usos and the Prophets?
2: Oh my god, please. You are dreaming, but I do think the Uso I do think the Usos in the books and New Day to L T R um, you can just throw. You can throw like you can throw a lot of people. All, all of those teams, you just throw them in one ring and just let them go. We we'll lose. We'll lose our bleeping mind.
1: Yeah, give but, the Lucha Bros into that tag team mix as well, because I'd love to see the Lucha Bros versus the. Yeah, the
2: Lucha Bros. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, they really are top five. You know, top. You know, all of those teams included makes up the five, the top five or ten best teams in wrestling and uh it, it's just like you say I, I don't really know how to talk about this match without just talking about how it was it was just perfected from the beginning like all the way from the point of the uh the usos making sure it d- during extended periods of time in this match ted and angelo had to fight alone uh you know uh the showing case in, in my opinion that not only that we already know Tez has the tools to be a top single star. But I think in this match, Angelo also had a chance to show you everyone what he can do, that he has some of that potential. Also, it's just not as flashy as Tez's potential. But he's he's an awesome athlete at six five. He's a big guy. Like he has the potential to be great. I think X Pac I saw telling people uh recently that, yeah, Angelo can be a star too. You know, Tez gets a lot of the credit, but you know. Angelo can really be a, a star. And I'm I'm saying I thought in this match they felt like they did a good job of showcasing that. Once the pace quick and the prophets start to do what they do best, everything was timed pretty much perfectly with the false finishes and all of that stuff towards the end. So yeah, man, even like you said with the finish and them zooming in on it with the uh kicking out, the the prophets has a have an argument. They can continue this feud, and I have no problem with seeing this again a couple of more times. I gave it five stars, man. I, this is as good as of tag team wrestling as you can get. And if you do want to take something away, if I do want to give it uh, a minus, it will be the finish. But other than that, the little, the, you know, the pin controversy. But other than that, it was perfect to a T, man. I don't know how you can how they could top this. They probably will, though.
0: <laughs> well, the, the thing is, though, and you made a great point about uh, obviously we know Ford is ready, you know, but Dawkins did show out in this match. And he's got the heart as well that is always quite well liked. And Again, it right. might be interesting, even like a hill turn or something like this, if they go that way. Or why don't they just, you know, people talk about split. Why don't they just kind of do a new day of go, right, we're going to focus. We'll always be a team, just focus on singles action. Maybe, you know, right. know, the brand split doesn't work anymore, but you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, and I think that's a way you could do it. It doesn't always have to be the big, uh, I think we're just all used to the big dramatic betrayal, that sets two guys on different paths, whether it's the Marty's Genetic Shawn Michaels way, or whether it's uh, more of a, you know, Shawn Michaels and Triple H type of way where they were teammates, but then Triple H was jealous. So they both end up being top stars down the line. But, you know, you have different things going on. So, uh, again, I think we're just so used to that, that they feel like that's the number one option when it comes to splitting people up. But like you said, with Big E, uh separating from the main uh the other two members of New Day and allowing himself to still be successful. There is potential for both Dawkins and Montez Ford to do things away from each other without having to have that feud and still have that feud in your back pocket down the line just as two single stars if you want to and and they highlight how what they did together as a team as the Prophet. So, you know, uh it, they have options here. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like you said, even though these are teams that we've seen do this before, be in these positions before. The fact that they still have storytelling options is what makes professional wrestling what it is. Yeah,
0: amen to that. Uh, Gina, what would you score this out of five?
3: Uh, I literally agree with all of your points about this match. It was my favourite match of the card, and I gave it a five. Mm,
0: it it was It's just tag wrestling just so good sometimes. <laughs> it really, really is. Uh, poll wise for that Uso's got eighty per cent of the votes. Predictions we all went Uso, so Gina is in the lead three to two. We then get yet someone walking in the dark, featuring a bunch of candles, a cross, a medal, hanging, and <laughs> someone <laughs> and someone walking in the dark. Uh obviously this means the return of Bray Wyatt. Uh but also it that Gable is gonna debut. All- it could be <laughs> it is. Edge is on his way back. As Jaxie said, Twitter are pretty much
3: assholes half the time and
0: it's <laughs> the other half. Um <laughs> eagle eyed people saw Latino Heat's uh number plate, Bubba Ray's glasses, uh, and mm. of course the gold medal from Kurt and with the brooding of stuff that we saw. Looks right. like Edge he's on his way back. Plus, they wheeled out Judgment Day on Raw for the first time in a couple of weeks. So, obviously. (laughs) Did anybody else think it was anybody apart from Edge?
2: I didn't, but Bray Wyatt was trending the night of live. So, when I looked at him, I saw why he was trending. I was like, oh my goodness. But then once I saw it for myself, I was like, oh no, 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 I don't I'm not buying Bray Wyatt or whatever. I saw Gable Stevenson, I was like, maybe, but why is he so dark? Like why is this so dark for somebody <laughs> we've never seen do anything before? Yeah. Why is he you know what I mean? That was weird, but yeah, no, I, I was pretty convinced it was Edge after I seen it for myself.
1: Yeah, I got I kinda like um when I first saw it, I initially thought of Bray Wyatt, but then I also felt like it was too obvious. And um, it took me a while, but then I actually thought about Edge as well. So those were the two that actually popped to my mind. Um, however, the more I was watching it, I was like, I don't think that they would be this obvious if it was Bray Wyatt.
0: No. And if yeah. it is if it's Bray Wyatt, I would I had lose. no
3: idea
0: who it was. <laughs> Gina, did you know? did <laughs> I had
3: you no think? idea. <laughs> no, I, did. I didn't even think about it, to be honest. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of anyone. I kind of forgot about Edge, not gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't think that Bray Wyatt would be coming back because I just don't believe it until I see it. So for me, I just didn't think yeah, Bray Wyatt. I just didn't think. I was like, okay, no.
2: He trained more Wyatt. He, it's just like <laughs> why would he come back and just regular old Bray Wyatt? <laughs> no one was saying that either. I was like, really? So he's gonna come back here with a new name? Nah. Not bad.
0: Anybody Hard, you know, trying to work out the predictions, you know, Gina's in the lead and they're actually like, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's,
3: like, oh, it's Orange right. Cassidy. Orange it's like,
0: Cassidy! That's, yeah, I get
3: it! Right. Yes, I'm definitely the Orange Cassidy of the group. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> so, we'll move on though to the women's championship match. Ronda Rousey versus Natalia, of course, the baddest women on the planet and the boat. And they start having a point to prove. Submission prowess to the rivals was on full display, both using joint manipulation, trying to wear down the other. Uh, Rousey picked Natalia with an ankle lock early, uh, but then Natalia just went outside and started shouting at Pat McAfee, and Pat was going, it's my job to <laughs> talk, which, again, good point. Uh, but Natalia then fiercely worked back in a match, taking the time to trash talk her former friend. Rousey and Natalia then traded abdominal stretches, taking the wind of each other. Calls nice made famous by Wilbur Schneider back in the 30s. Uh, Rousey, even since in a sharpshooter, flinching her muscles while doing so, a la Shawn Michaels. Hello, Shawn Michaels. And almost forcing a graduate from the Heart Dungeon to tap out. Unfortunately, for Rousey, she injured a knee late in the contest, which severely limited her ability to hit the piper's pit. But Rousey fought through the pain, <laughs> slapping on a unique armbar that forced Natalia to tap out. Uh, Gina, what did you think of this?
3: um yeah it did what it did what it needed to do <laughs> um i, I i'm going to sound so negative here i just I, i've grown bored of natalia a bit so for me it, it was a good match but i was i, I kind of knew she was going to lose so i didn't really pay that much attention the match if that makes Not, sense. I was watching whatever. it but I just didn't really <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was orange Cassidy throughout the match, you know? Sure. I, didn't give it, like, I kinda gave it a head nod when there were some good spots. Yeah. I give it a head nod. <laughs> and then but I wasn't phased by it. And it, this isn't me trying to say that uh neither of them can wrestle or anything like that. They they can and they put on, you know, a, a good match but I just didn't really care.
0: Well, it's the most negative reaction Ronda's had uh, in a couple of months because on SmackDown, I think anybody just pleased to see her. But like you said, crowd didn't believe uh, that she could win. But nah. I did love the lock-up to start. I think this is a fun match, ruined somewhat by the crowd. I um, will ask, though, has anybody noticed that Ronda bumps really weird? It seems that – I don't know if it's just me, but if you'd watch any wrestler kind of fall, the legs are usually together – and with her, they're all over the place, you know? And I know she's a former MMA fighter, but that's why it always seems a little bit... What's the word?
3: So is that because
1: she's an MMA fighter? Maybe she's, like, you know, taking loads of, like, sort of, like...
0: is like judo her... throw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, like, knocked her senselessness
1: and her legs just spreading, you know? Like...
0: <laughs> no, I don't... <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's just <laughs> James, <laughs> behave,
3: behave, James.
2: <laughs> Watch well, yourself. I
3: didn't. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna have to get the water out, the bottle out, and throw <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it's no, dumb just... boy. It's
0: I'm just, gonna I... end up
1: insulting. Ronda, like, trying to explain it any other way, so I'm just gonna shut my mouth.
0: <laughs> I just felt Ronda's bumping's always been a bit awkward, and I think that might be one one of them reasons. Let mm. me see.
2: I don't think she takes – I don't think she's back bumping in the ring, though, like doing a 1,000 back bumps. (laughs) Like I doubt she's going through a lot of the harsh (laughs) training I've heard. You know, a lot of people have been doing it forever. too. So I'm pretty sure that's probably part of it. Like, you know, some of the professionals you watch have done it a million times, and she has to catch up. But, yeah, uh, I've always noticed that. It was kind of, you know, weird. But, again, I always chalked that up to her not having – a lot of matches under her belt. Like, she's been doing this a little while. She's still, I don't think she's nowhere near 100 matches, right? No, no, no. Yeah. 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 So.
0: Yeah, and again, who's going to tell her? You
2: know? Exactly. (laughs) Like, who's going to tell Rhonda? Yeah, that looked kind of weird, Rhonda. like, No, no (laughs) one's going to say a damn thing. Right. (laughs) Well,
0: you've got your legs open all the time. What's wrong with you? You know, like. um... Yeah, no. No, but again, I didn't mind it. Uh, Monty, what would you rank this out of five?
2: Yeah, man, I gave it three. In, uh, I think three and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, man. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought the match itself was solid. I love the Lashawn Michaels pose. You know, while she's doing the sharpshooter a nice little, nice little callback. Somebody definitely told her to do that, though, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I doubt that it came natural, but that was still cool. Even if it did, maybe it did come natural. It was still cool. Uh, I, like you said, not really ever believing that it had a real shot. So that's probably the biggest takeaway. But I did think, you know, Natty brutalized her. So, you know, in a lot of ways and used her submission. Uh, she wrestled back submission wrestling with Rhonda nicely at times. So I didn't have a problem with it. So uh, I did think the finish came out of nowhere, but that made sense soon yeah. after. Yeah, <laughs> we
0: we'll out. Uh, Jaxie, what would you score this out of five?
1: I um I I think I'll give it a 3 and a quarter. It was a good it was good this match but it was just like, I think for me what it lacked was storyline. Like yeah. I just didn't really like I wasn't invested, you know. So for me it was it was a good match and the 3 and a quarter is completely to the wrestling um that that both women produced but there was just no real sort of like commitment there for me because there was no story.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gina what about you? Yeah, this could have a three. We get uh, polls for that. Rhonda with 79% of the vote. Predictions all went Rhonda, so it was Gina 4, rest 3, but it wasn't over there because Liv Morgan surprised. Rhonda Rousey following the match, emerging to cash in her money in a bank. that woke you up. As the universe came Morgan nearly had a dream as Rousey locked with a desperation (laughs) ankle knock but Morgan flipped it round by delivering a kick to the leg and rolling up the baddest woman on the planet to capture her first championship yes your new Smackdown women's champion Liv Morgan now Gina at this point what were you doing
3: I was shocked I did not see her cashing in. Um, the match wasn't obviously great because it wasn't long. Um, so it's not like I can really like say that much. But I'm super happy for Liv for getting the win um, and taking advantage of Rhonda because she was clearly obviously tired from the match she, she just had. So, um, yeah, I was just shocked. I, at one point, I was so worried for Liv because... I thought she was going to come out here, cash in. And then when Ronda got her in the ankle lock, I thought she was going to tap. I thought, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this to Liv. That is just so mean. Um, so no, I'm, I'm actually happy she got the win. and um, managed to pull off her, her money in the bank win so quickly. You know, she deserved it. So, but I did not see it coming.
0: No, I mean, this is wonderful. I mean, just as Liv Morgan comes running out with a briefcase, do you think, oh, fucking hell, <laughs> don't have Ronda win.
3: No, what I definitely would, No, right. I definitely thought like, a, oh no, Rhonda's definitely not going to go for this. She's going to be pissed and just like keep the bolt still for herself. But no, fair play to live. She got there.
0: Yeah, she did. I mean, uh, Monty, what do you think about this moment? This is. I was just going,
2: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I immediately was like, you know what, James, he was off on who to, who was going to do it, but he had a right a really good feeling, man. I got I got to ask you. Like for advice before I run the lottery or something over here, or something I gotta, I gotta do something, bro. Because like you had a night, nice, you had a feeling, but you just wrong on who did it. So that was, kudos to you there. But I must say, uh, yeah, this moment was awesome. It's one of those things that you kind of have to savor when it happens because it just doesn't happen off. Like I mentioned, not only did we get, not only did someone get what they deserve early about winning the money in the bank, but they were able to get the the prize that you that they're working so hard to achieve. Also at this event, you know, and we talk about it all the time. Not only is she the Internet's favorite, but it's not just because of how she looks or anything like that. It's because of how hard she's worked to continue to uh, keep her head down and keep pushing when friends have been fired and all that type of stuff. She just continued to work her ass off. So I think all of us just were very, very proud to see them give Lee of this because I don't think anyone deserved this moment more. So, yeah, man, this is awesome, man. Yeah, without that, oh, yeah, Jackson. Yeah.
0: Jackson, what do you think? Because the only problem that I had was Ronda passing her the title and giving a hug afterwards because... Yeah, Jackson, I, I, like, I just night. hated that too. Yeah, not when that, you just
1: that... lost. Like, and to be fair, look what I just said about the previous, the, the match just before this where, like, it, nothing, it, nothing t- about it... It's... Excited me, and like there was just not really much of a storyline. I was so shocked to hear Liv's music, and when she ran for it, I actually found myself shouting with her, you know, go on, get it, get it, you know, like I actually wanted to be happy for Liv. I wanted her to get this. Um, And to be honest, Liv Morgan beat fucking ronda rousey okay no matter what which way she did it she did it and i'm I'm actually really glad it happened it's quite a nice feel good feeling and you kind of need that sometimes especially with wwe they haven't really been consistent um so some you know it's not it's not about always pleasing the fans but when you do it like this it works well and i think that someone as hardworking as lip really deserves this so i was really pleased with with this outcome and then it just pissed me off with having Ronda hug her like no Ronda like just yeah. like t- turn slap her in the face and just I hated that just have the belt because, like yeah and give i just fine with it I know but where's that Ronda that came from UFC that literally would walk out with a scowl on her face would be bitchy at everyone and you're there just like hugging after you battled and duked it out with Natalia
2: are you serious are you for real she should have onboard um, her immediately. Oh, like, I promise,
0: to it. be fair to Ronda, yeah. her previous losses in UFC, she has been unconscious at the end. So is it, is <laughs> <I> <laughs> it a little bit different. Not the new ones, could she?
2: And, but but she was, she's <laughs> lost the sore loser element. <laughs> she's lost that part. Right. Look, she the, got over now. it fast. That's all I'm saying. She got over <laughs> losing her belt very <laughs> fast.
1: Yeah, I do. But then I, I swear Gina was one who said that uh, she had source she or read somewhere that um, like this was Rhonda's idea, like oh, you really? know, um, which takes away the element of her being a sore loser because she, like it was her decision to like sort of vacate this or whatever. But like <laughs> again, I don't know if if that's like coming from a real source or not.
0: Well, no, but, well, I'm sure. But the thing is about it's Ronda's like, yeah, you can have it till SummerSlam, uh, and I'll <laughs> win it back. And and especially if it if right. it, if it means Charlotte comes back and beats for then it's a <laughs> oh, whole no. level. We haven't had that to would deal with that. that would actually be cruel. But the
2: internet is gonna blow up.
0: No matter <laughs> no matter what happens, we'll always have Vegas. All right, let's never, never forget. Right. What happens after? And also, right. I was worried because Liv Morgan, obviously on social media, and people were going, "Oh, you guess what she's done with her championship belt?" And I thought, "What is it?" And luckily, it was her putting it on the dog and posing with pictures. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, champions have done worse in the past, I suppose." So you know, fair yeah. play yeah. <laughs> to Liv. L- I think this is the closest we've had to a Dolph Ziggler moment in years. We're, we're mm. a, a cash Agreed, in and everybody's happy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, well, uh, that's
0: 100%, 100%. I was about to say, let's ruin it by the men's money in a bank ladder, man <laughs> Oh, yeah. This spit uh, in the face right here. He, the main event. Flap in the face.
3: Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll let
0: you do your thing. No, that's fine. I was about to say, Drew McIntyre, Mad Cat Moss, Riddle, Seth Rollins, Seamus, Sami Zayn and I must, but before the match, Adam Pearce is his winning ring, that someone would be joining them, maybe like Cody Rose, who promised to be in Money in the Bank. No, instead it was Theory. <laughs> Jacksy, how happy are you to see Fury, who had just lost US Title <laughs> a couple <of> hours earlier? <sighs>
3: like,
1: I, I just don't even have any words for this. Like, um, I just say. <sighs> I just, I feel like this made so much sense, obviously, with him, like, dropping the belt then, but it just, is so WWE pissed me off. It really did. It just pissed me off. Like, what was the point on having all of these other men, if you were just going to do this and then put Theory in? Like, I cannot stand it. Like, stop doing that where, like, they've done it a few times now. They did it with Brock to Mustafa Ali, and that pissed Mm -hmm. me off. You know, like, don't, add a late entrant like half an hour into the uh, ladder match or whatever they did with Brock at least you know um, it it just pissed me off like you added it last minute and then he's the one that comes out on top like it just pissed me off I
2: knew it off. too yeah, as soon as he walked out I was like yeah no he's winning Yeah, we're screwed Thanks. that <laughs> said all, all bets I, I all, yeah, uh, all
0: bets are off once that can't arrive and I'll tell you the thing, if if Fury was in that match originally, I would have gone for him. It would have been my pick in this match. About, yeah, you, you know, he would have been a safe bit. As well. I mean, been, that's yeah, I agree.
3: Mm,
1: definitely. I think if he was originally planned to be in there and, and, and then went ahead and won, I actually don't think I'd have had an issue with it even if I hadn't have picked him as my choice because he was originally in this match. But look at all the drama, like in all of the previous rules and Smackdowns that we've seen leading up to this this Money in the Bank match for nothing, yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) For nothing, fighting over old fashioned battle royal for nothing. (laughs) That's the
0: next WWE pay per view, or nothing. That's (laughs) just for nothing, yep. Like
1: th- this for me was the
0: the worst match
1: of the card for me. I'm sorry oh, it was well, like it just actually kissed
0: me off. Don't don't you yeah, I know, but you got in a bad mood because very. I understand that, but we'll see what happens. It might improve. Uh we see Omos <laughs> using his height advantage in the opening stages, cobbing superstars, left, right and centre. His run ended with in Claymore from Drew McIntyre, but now Jimmy Giants still did not go down. Sammy did hide for a while, which is funny, see him sneaking behind a, a ring post. The other seven individuals used the weight of the ladder to bury OMOS under. Uh that's worked before, guys, hasn't it? Yeah, we've seen that. Uh Moss obliterated Sammy with a power bomb on the ladder, much like Shotzi earlier as well. The back of the head seemed to bounce off. And my tile was the first to grasp a briefcase. But Sheamus stopped him in his track, landing a white noise. Riddle used some innovative offence with his own, hitting a draping DDT from the rungs of the ladder on Sheamus and a floating bro from the top ladder onto the crowd below. The camera shot of that was absolutely awe-inspiring. And after I must somehow escaped, somehow from the coffin of ladders, the rest of the field worked together to pick up Nigerian Giant and hurl him through the air and send him crash for the announce table to take him out of the match. That, looked excellent. It shows you the power <laughs> of six people when they can do that. Tossed that man.
2: Like, like, just like, literally tossed him.
0: <laughs> it's probably one of the best table bumps I've seen because you see yeah. so many... It was nice. I was
3: going to say, it's probably yeah. one of the best table bumps, like, in a long time for WWE. It was It was great to see, and that for me, even I said, holy shit, yeah. you know? <laughs>
0: That was say really good stuff, but the Scottish Sister had the match won. Drew had it won, but that motherfucking <laughs> Butch Dunn played spoiler, leaping on McIntyre's back and luring into a bro kick from Sheamus. Butch fucked me. Uh, Zayn dumped <laughs> Drew and Sheamus out of the match. Sami and Moss looked to have it won, but Seth stomped that out. At this point, I'm going, if Drew's not winning, make sure Seth doesn't. Uh, Let's, go. Let's go, let <laughs> go Yeah. I was God like, damn, I, really. I can't win. No, I don't want anybody else to. And Riddle, like we said, emphasising his love <laughs> for Randy Orton by hitting a gigantic super RKO on of, um, Rollins off the top of a very tall ladder. I knew it. it was over there. That was done. And it finally ended, though, yeah. when Riddle climbing up because we couldn't have two feel-good moments here. The crowd behind Riddle Yo. reaching for the briefcase. But no, speaking <laughs> him off and becoming youngest Money in the Bank winner Ugh. in WWE history. Again, that tag there, youngest Money in the Bank winner. Uh, thoughts on the main event. Monty, what did you think of this match?
2: The match itself was fun to watch. The match itself had the crowd on the edge of their seats. Uh, it was chaotic, you know. It's what we what we come to appreciate and expect from these type of matches. And I thought all the guys worked hard, like you mentioned in many spots during. And I thought they did this. They really did this match justice, in my opinion. But uh, that you know, having Theory pop up, having Theory win is just too much of a big deal, in my opinion, to 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 for me to not focus on it and. I was just—I was just—you could tell that the people in the crowd were disappointed when he won that match. They—they uh, they went from like you said, being on extreme high thinking Riddle had a shot, to him getting up there, and, and you know it was unpredictable. It did like I know it maybe maybe they were looking for an unpredictable feel because I I could have swore at the last event they had, uh, we were talking about just how predictable it felt. You know, even this going into coming into the show, we talked we talked about how uh, most of this card felt predictable, but. Uh, You know, maybe I can understand him trying to switch it up, but I cannot lie, like, this didn't leave a sour taste in my mouth and based on the reception on social media that night and from the fans in the arena, it it left a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, I think a lot of the heat theory gets, like, yeah, he's a good heel. I I can appreciate what he's done or what he does in the arena because I've been watching him for a while now since NXT, so I know he's good. The problem is that I think maybe WWE, he hears a lot of the heat that he gets and thinks that mean, that's just good heat, and all of that heat, based on what I've seen online and all that, it is not just positive heat. There's a lot of people who want this kid to go away already before he even gets started, and they just have to deal with it because you know this is one of those times where you know I think they just kind of forced it all on this planet right there in front of you. There's nothing you can do about it. Theory is going to be uh, a star, and he's going to be a world champion for us, and it's going to happen sooner than you think. So uh that's what this is all about. I I thought the match deserved four and a half stars, but I really was not feeling kind of forcing theory into this situation and forcing theory onto us uh in the onto us as a fan base like I think they're kind of just forcing the issue here. And uh I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but yeah, I wasn't a fan of that decision because I thought it was at least four people way more deserving in this match uh, of this spot, but I still thought the match was excellent work, so I still gave it four and a half stars, but I'll, this would have probably been a great Money in the Bank or perfect Money in the Bank match, in my opinion, or at least close to it, if you don't make that decision. So, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I didn't like it. laugh, because I put as good as the Money Bank, it's as good as the Money Bank match can be apart from the winner. But I'll, right. we'll, get, we'll get on to, but the thing about theory. like we said, we've seen him in the way in NXT. We've seen how entertaining he is. But again, mm-hmm. to play kind of devil's advocate, with Vince going all in in theory, right, but what's wrong with that? I know, like I said, the response, but if Vince is going, right, I'm going to make this guy a star, make him a champion, then surely that's going to help out in the end that you're going to have someone on that level. You know, we talk about John Cena or Randy Orton. He's not done it for years. And if he books him and treats him like he done that, then we will weigh anyway. Do you know? I think it's a, Really interesting thing, especially like looking at money in the bank. Think well, Liv's 28 and theory's only 24, so you could argue they're building towards the future, uh, even if at this moment it feels forced. But when else is like Vince gonna do it, you know?
1: Well, like, I mean, okay, here's the thing from me, uh, and it'll give you greater context as to why I said that this match pissed me off. It's not because I don't think that. Theory has the the uh, capacity to be able to, you know, run a good promo of being Mr. Money in the Bank. However, I do still think he is quite too young. And as we were just kind of meant, uh, talking about before with him being like the youngest US champ, like I said in the live show, I thought he was going to kind of go on to SummerSlam to do some, something with John Cena. Um, I get that maybe uh, uh, John Cena wasn't able to do anything last minute. I'm not really sure Um, why plans fell through but i know that that was a a discussion to have but i still felt like theory would have done better to solidify a long and prosperous u.s title run Mm. before even being giving like the money in the bank contract because in my opinion he's not at that level yet to be like challenging the likes of roman reigns you know um you know, any any of uh, those who have been in the title picture. At this point in time, I feel like he could still grow as a wrestler. And as you said, he's still quite young. Uh, He could have had a a few more years behind his belt before, like, actually being given that. But when you actually think about when he first started in the main roster, it's not been that long, and he's already winning money in the bank. Do we really see him then just being handed the title too? Yes, because it's Vince's boy. But do I think he's ready? No. I just not, felt like there was a much better outcome
0: than that. I completely agree. And it's the same thing with Randy Orton, giving him the world title to become the youngest champ and then not being ready to be a WWE champion for like, like another three years. So if that's the case, at least right. they can stick with it then and he can then develop. Yeah. The problem is, and I think we're all worried about, is that once, you know, he doesn't buy rate or the action dies down, then Vince will be like, oh, you- mm-hmm. it needs consistent rather
2: than uh, an experiment, you know? And it's not so much about doing it, James, as I think it's about how they went about doing it. Like, that is still, like, Mm. that does have an effect, the way they went about doing it. Like, literally Mm. forcing him in the match and all that. Like, what kind of respect from any fans does he earn doing it that way? And I know it's not his goal right there. He's he's a heel. I get it. But the point I'm trying to make is that when you hit hit, go away, there's always a chance that that type of heat. Like literally forces your hand down the line. I'm not saying it will. Who knows how long uh, stuff like that can last and all that stuff. All I'm saying is, is that when you have people who are in these positions who you who are literally ready for these moments. Now, how many more times? How many more chances do is Drew gonna get before he's gonna get p- pulled back down, uh, messing with uh you know uh, Butch and messing with Sheamus and all that? How much time can they keep pushing that off? How much time do you keep pushing? Uh, Bobby Lashley in his early 40s. I know he looks great, but he doesn't have much more t- time that he's going to probably be main event worthy. There's people like that who are ready now. People like Seth Rollins who are in these positions right now. How many times are they going to continue to get pushed aside just so you can develop someone who has all the time in the world to be the guy? So that's the only thing about that. I think that's what also leaves a uh, bad taste in his mouth and, uh, hey, man, word of mouth can be crazy, bro. Like, the same way people can uh, – the same way if people like you, you can always be in prominent position. It can go the opposite of way also. And I'm just saying, Theory doesn't always get the the right type of heat. And I'm not trying to say it's anything he does personally. Some people just don't like him. It ain't nothing you can do about this. It's people who don't like Cena. So I get it. It's positive that you can bring up. But I also think you're being very optimistic that everything is going to work out by comparing him to the Ordens and the seniors and people who've been around so long, because we still don't know any of that yet. Well, uh, we're just assuming know, based that, off that you say if Rene Dupree
0: or don't really, you know, I mean, right? I can't, can't really do. like you say if like they looking... they
2: got a lot of misses too. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah. they got those guys who were the chosen ones and they hit it right, and they also got guys where they stumbled. So I'm just saying we have to wait and see. I think he's going to be fine, but. We'll see what happens, I man. I, I don't like the way they did this. That's all.
0: No, but th- this is why, you know, especially with the our Podcast, with the discussion, we're going to get all points. And, you know, like I said, it might not be right or wrong answer. It's just to just see kind of what happens in the crazy way. Right. Speaking about the match, though, uh, talking about that quickly, Gina, Gina, for me, having no boots, no boots it is a disadvantage in this matchup. I did feel for Riddle at some points because trying to climb a ladder when socks had enough, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Like
2: barefoot. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, but Riddle made that choice when he decided to just be a wrestler without <laughs> having any footwear. He made that choice a long time ago. He decided to do that. So he should be used to it standing on still steps and being other matches that were quite rough with his feet out. So that's his own damn fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, no, that's an excellent point. No, it's the best Omos has looked, I think, in a match, even if he only climbed the ladder once, and that was about two <laughs> rungs. And I he mean, thought- he
3: probably could have just, like, jumped and reached it. I don't know. <laughs> just go on the top row and jump, and he could have just... No, it, no, no don't try no, it. It it's it's was good for, for Omos, I will say. It did show his strength, and it did show his growth as a wrestler, we all knew what he was like when he very first started, um, and where he is now. There is a massive, massive difference already. So I'm not saying he's the best wrestler, but it, it's definitely been one of his best matches that he's been involved in. Mm.
0: Well, uh, and we, we talked about tag team wrestling as well. Jackson, you mentioned about giving a tag team division a chance, and I know I want Drew to be the champion. But I think we do need Drew and Sheamus teaming up in a kind of even a brother's destruction type or just trying to beat the shit yeah. out of their opponents mm. as much as they can.
1: I mean, like they could definitely just kind of throw them into a tag team. And I think that people would just take to it straight away. They, they've they got such great chemistry as it is. You could just see it being another uh, Cesaro and Sheamus situation where, you know, they 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 fight so much to the point where they just end up becoming partners instead. I know, I know that Foley put them together, but you know, uh, Drew and Seamus just have so much chemistry. It would be very easy to get them into a tag team together. And yeah, I can imagine them to be such a strong and dominant tag team with, with a decent run as well uh, with the belts. I'd quite like to see that.
0: Yeah, I think that would be really, really good stuff. And Seamus always makes me laugh because every time I'm assuming a money bank match, it always reminds me that he's responsible for one of the worst injuries suffered in Money in the Bank. Doesn't remember, Sincara does. All right, um, but like I said, the match until t- t- Theory got the briefcase obviously it pissed me off. But one thing I did think, uh, and I will say this right here: John Cena, Theory, WWE Championship, WrestleMania, book it. That will be one of the main events, and it'll probably be Roman versus Brock Eight on the other side. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I see with this now. Uh, out of five, Gina, what would you? What would you score the main event out of five, Gina? Ah,
3: uh, this is hard because again, I I knew Theory had this in the bag the minute he got introduced. Um, the match itself was good, but I was just kind of watching it annoyed, knowing this ending was coming um I'm, I'm i'm so torn on what to rate this i'm gonna give it a three and three quarters um yeah it just annoyed me a bit too much with this outcome
0: jackson i'm
1: giving it a three and a quarter as well um three and one quarter that is um yeah. There's again, because of him coming out straight at the beginning, I knew the outcome and even though I think that there were great spots like you both kind of brought up and stuff, I I just was watching the match pissed off. So for me, yeah, three and a quarter is it.
0: But at least theory can make everybody feel. You know, that's <laughs> that's one of it's you know, very similar to MJF I, I guess. I think
1: that, that, the only way i can look at that as a positive at <laughs> least <laughs> we, we are human
0: <laughs> we, we we have yeah. emotions we have a pulse yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give that a half a half because i really liked the majority of that stuff like i so said, I did like when fairy disappeared uh and then popped up to grab the briefcase but i liked sammy disappearing and hiding that made sense uh each room did all right uh Poll-wise for this, Seamus and Omos got zero, Riddle got seven, Drew only 21%, Sammy's saying 25%, I think he's voting for himself, Seth 72 but I don't know what's wrong with everybody, Madcap Moss, 75% of the vote over two polls. What is wrong with everybody? Uh, (laughs) 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 Predictions, well, predictions, not the cunt who wasn't in the match, yeah? So how the fuck are we going to get that? So (laughs) it means... Let's go. Final scores. The rest of us, which is Mm -hmm. Monty, is on three. Jaxi on three. (laughs) James, which is me, on three points. So the winner is Gina with four points. How you feeling, Gina?
3: Yeah. I actually am so shocked, especially because I cursed. I thought I cursed myself last stream by saying um. I'm not gonna win this one, and I ended up turning it around. So I'm so happy.
0: <laughs> In your fucking face! I know you want to say that. Advice. Reverse psychology. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna glow and say, I, you know, I got, I decided to do it for myself, and I got there. <laughs>
2: all I gotta say is bet on Bobby. Bet on Bobby.
0: You took the chance, and it paid off. And that, like we said, is what predictions is all about, and what it means. Well, the WWE Prediction League right now, Monty, Jackson, James, we're on four points. Gina, now level on four. So we are all equal on four points, heading into SummerSlam. People are going to ask, uh, is this predetermined?
2: (laughs) Yes, we have Booker. (laughs) He's all (laughs) scripted. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's hard work getting it fixed on like this. It's definitely but... a
3: Cinderella story for me don't to, even be know to, to be able to jump up car. there.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the thing I love about it as well with the prediction is that we've all got, like Monty, the first couple of months of the year, looked mm-hmm. to be kind of getting oh, high. Uh, mm-hmm. struck back, uh, uh, especially in the last month or mm-hmm. so. Uh, my mania time was kind of from that mm-hmm. as well. And now, like I said, no one. Everybody was under, uh, underestimating Gina, and she's a real rocky story. Not even that, though, because she's probably going to go and win this, like, 10-4, and we'll just be like, how shit were we? <laughs> and how good was Gina <laughs> in the end?
3: I really hope that outcome really comes true.
0: <laughs> My confidence is shot. <laughs> well, <Damn. laughs> like, we have got a, a couple of weeks now, weeks to cover. We do predictions. Yeah,
2: again,
0: lick my some, wounds. Son, no I doubt. Ah. But I tell you something, though, I'm loving these WWE pay-per-views at the moment. You can fast-forward the ads, only the message. You can watch it in like two hours and a bit, and the matches actually get time. So my rating, and I know with WWE, and with all of thing, I get really excitable. But I'm still going to give this a 9 out of 10 because really <laughs> enjoyable wrestling. And what I always say two and a half hour show and a match of the year candidate on there as well. And everybody gave a hundred percent in this one. Um, so we'll start Jaxie. What's your score? Uh,
1: I'm overall, I'm going to give this a seven. I enjoyed it. I just felt like, I felt like the, the sort of match card itself. I don't feel like the men, it should have ended on the men's, uh, ladder match, but yeah, so I'll give it a seven.
0: Eight, seven. Monty, what about you?
2: Yeah, I gave it nine. I really thought this I mean the, the crowd was awesome. I really am I really am biased to shows with the crowd are awesome. They really add a, a feeling to the matches, and I thought this one had that that big time feeling. Uh, and you know, even if it did end on a sour note, other than that and maybe a couple other things from the show, it wasn't anything they I don't think I think they really Really broadened, and I thought this is all close to perfect as you can get. So I did have to deduct some points because of that sour note. But yeah, nine out of ten. I had no problem with it. It was a really, really good show.
0: Well, I say if Drew won it, it would have been ten. Out of 10. <laughs> like, I'm not. Yeah, in, insert Seth Rollins. <laughs> no, but exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just think that men's theory not being involved in that changed the course of prediction history forever. You know, and we think about that. Right. Um, <laughs> as, well, we'll go to the Gina. What would you score that pay per view out of 10?
3: Um, I will give it an 8 out of 10. I enjoyed the pay per view overall. I was annoyed with some of the outcomes, but I'll give it an 8.
0: Uh, I will say, match of the night. I think we're all happy to go with the tag team match. Yep. Yeah. And it means now MVP. Uh, This one might be quite an easy one (laughs) as well. Uh, But, Jack, I'll start with you. Who's your MVP of the night?
1: I'm going to go with Liv.
2: Monty? Yeah, same. We We witnessed a star being made. Liv. Gina? Yeah,
3: I'm going with Liv.
2: I mean, it, it can only
0: be live. It's <laughs> a what a moment for her to have. And like we said, no matter what happens with her title reign, we'll always have Vegas. But that is it. Like I said, I knew the show would fly along today, and it has. Uh, don't forget all social media Twitter at the WR Podcast. I'm at the JR, and You can find the entire WR team on the Twitter banner. Uh, Monty, where can they find you?
2: Uh on your on YouTube at Muncie Universe, check me out. Um uploading videos every other few days or so. Uh, also at my Munchie Pod uh on Twitter. You know, click my links in my bio. You can click check out the latest podcast and uh you know get in contact with me there.
0: Uh, uh
2: Yeah, you
1: can find me across both Instagram and Twitter at Jaxie Scarlet.
0: And finally the winner Gina.
3: Yeah,
0: you can find me on both at Purple Pain. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. I will say, Facebook, we don't post a lot on there, just the episodes, but we've had a of accru- followers joining recently. So, whoever's doing that, thank you very much and keep doing it on Facebook, all right? We will start posting uh, more stuff on there as well. Uh, across all Google platforms. Like I said, send us an email, double podcast at gmail.com and YouTube. Podcast, where we have all the latest clips, podcasts got at the same time on YouTube. to do SoundCloud on your phone and also Spotify and iTunes where you can download, subscribe, rate and review there. So that is it. Uh bit of sad news, everybody listening. Jack Ciena will will uh, take in a little bit break, but they will be back for SummerSlam live show at the end of the month. I've not actually checked with both of them, but I'm sure that's fine. Jackson, that's alright, isn't it? You'll be back for SummerSlam live.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> and of course, I mean, I know Gina will be gloating about her victory still.
3: <laughs> I might have forgotten by then, so I may walk in and just be like my normal self and just be like, I'm ready to lose this. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: Guys, <laughs> are we doing predictions oh okay and then that's I've see, noticed that's bringing
3: another Winnie the Pooh character into this now now I'll switch on my Eeyore character
0: well we'll make sure uh, we'll see what happens next time but Monty you have no escape alright like I said you made a couple of yep. jokes it's come back to home still in the basement I'm forcing you you're still handcuffed sir and you've got to do another show Today, and what's even worse, <sighs> that it's NXT 2.0. All
2: right, so- all right, torture. <laughs> this is like to- I'm being tortured every other <laughs> week. And also, uh, I must say, if Gina continues to win, someone needs to investigate. Some she's probably lying, she watches way more wrestling than she leads on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's all in that. She's Kaiser Sozaying. I
3: am a genius for a reason.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: She's the master manipulator.
0: She's working the strings from above.
2: She's been Right. Yeah. Sleek. So sleek. But yeah, happy to join you, even if it is the torture that is 2.0. Well, we will have
0: free NXT UKs to catch up on. Of course, the latest on the network as well. But until then. I have been James Rowlands and I was joined by the fantastic Jaxie Scarlet. Yeah, thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) The Mind of Monty. There you go. And the genius, which is our winner, Gina. (laughs)
3: Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. And Bye. (laughs)